You are now listening to High Five the Podcast, a movie podcast for people who like other stuff too. Now let's join our hosts Q and J as they broadcast live from the writer's room. The show starts in one... And welcome back to the writer's room. Hey, hey, hey Q. Boo! Did I scare you? You did. I peed I saw a lot. You. Well, that was before that, but I'm talking oh. about after I shouted oh, at right. you. Did yes, it scare no, you? it was very scary. Okay. I was so scared that I was scared. That you peed on top of your pee that yeah. you had previously peed? It's, it's, you do, triple it, peed? <laughs> what? You, yeah, <laughs> you, sure. You pee-peed? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I peed myself. peed So are you stuttering like like the kid in It? Exactly. Well, I was actually going for more like a Scooby-Doo-esque, like, Oh. Ghost! They're g- 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 like Zuckerberg. <laughs> that's where I thought you were going with that. And that's perfectly in line for today's topic, which is top five horror films. Ah! That huh? I pooped myself just then I when was, you did that. I was. I am the original scream. I thought queen. you were. I thought you were possessed. Yeah. yeah. For, for a split Great. second. Yeah. You also just people can't see this visually through the podcast, but you just you had a little bit of pea soup coming out too, and you did that. It was gross. <laughs> well, I always keep a packet of green pea soup for, <laughs> for an occasion for, just like for this. For any occasion? Always. Nice. Good well, safety tip for everybody. I am super excited to get into this list with you. I know this is like your favorite subject in general. I love general. horror movies so much. So um, I say we waste no time and we dive directly into it. Are you ready to high five? I am ready to high five. Let's high five. High five! High five. Should we high five? High five! High five! High five! High five, son! Woo! High five! Don't let me hang it. So here we are in our spooky writer's room. And I noticed that you put extra creak in the door when we came in I today. I did. I did. Um, there was this anti-grease. Yeah. And instead of going and greasing it up, it actually takes it away yeah. and makes it creepier. It just gives you that good, like... That's not a real thing. I just did it with my mouth. No, you yeah. did. <laughs> I saw you on the other side of the door just making sound effects as I entered. I do that a nice. lot. Yeah, I also like the effect of this dead body that's laying here. That's really... That's not an effect. Oh. Uh, are we going to have to like do something with this afterwards? Because that is gross. It kind of smells a little bit. You see Breaking Bad? It smells weird, yeah. I'm just going to oh. marathon that afterwards. <laughs> no. no, I'm not. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just going to watch it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not the. All right. Yeah, just let him stay. All right. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Great. Good. Good. Yeah, yeah. So, as always, I want to greet everyone in the room. Jay, my amazing partner in crime. Nick Cage, who's posted up in the side of the room, just leering at us. Our lover, B. Oh, Arthur. The one B. and only. Love you. I love you. You're looking beautiful. Looking beautiful. Beguiling. She is just buxom. <laughs> And other B words. Mm, boobs. <laughs> mm, boobies. All right, so for other scary things, <laughs> I say we dive into our topic, and oh. that is top five. Horror movies. Mm-hmm. I love it. You love it. We love it. We love to love it. Oh, I love I love horror so much. So give me a little a little backstory. Why does why does Jay love horror so much? Why do you Jay horror? Jay no. no, no. <laughs> why are you Not a Jay horror? No, no, no. Oh, but I mean horror movies for me, they were the ones that that stuck with me the longest when I was a kid. So I'd watch them and they would affect me for weeks upon weeks upon weeks. And I don't know why that sticks with me. Nowadays, it makes me love them, right. but there's just that element of being scared, that element of knowing it's not real but feeling that it's real. Right. Um, just you know, the all all the psychological factors behind that, and just oh, I, I I could go on forever. But I mean, you you're a fan of these as well. Yep, I am. Uh, 
only because um, it it makes me feel something just so visceral. I'm not gonna say if you were to ask anyone what Quentin or Q, what Q's <laughs> favorite type of mu- movie is, um, I can almost guarantee you that no one is going to say horror, only because they've all seen me weep openly <laughs> when watching horror movies, because I am a giant chicken. But that means it gets to you in it a good does. way. In, a, in the core. It cuts straight to the core. And so my list is primarily today made up of movies that have just traumatized me beyond no end. And so... Just talking is really the only way that I can deal with the deep-seated issues that they've caused me in my life. And I chose to do that with you. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. That openness, that that transparency, that yeah. tenderness and babiness. That's great. I, I love Actually, it. if I could request that possibly later in this conversation that you can just hold me while we go through this list, that would make me feel a I, lot more safe and comfortable. I will very much do that. That's actually my horror movie move. Uh, is is you know making nice. sure that someone is broken down emotionally, yeah. and then moving in for the arm hold. Nice, it's, it's great. It well, works you can you like don't even ha- you don't even have to worry about that with me. It's fantastic. I'm actually scooting. People can't see, but I'm scooting closer to you as we're speaking right now. It, we it's haven't even the gotten magic to the list. of horror movies. It is. It's 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 podcast magic. Can I tell you how hard it was breaking these down into a top five horror in general? Because within horror, you've got obviously you know the suspenseful horror. You've got ghost stories. You've got slasher movies. You've got torture porn. You've got uh, hot <laughs> <laughs> like aliens and sci-fi horror. You know, so you could have a top five in any right. of those categories. And trying to breadth the expanse and break it down into five. You know, you picked movies that made you weep openly in public. I picked movies that stuck with me the longest and usually affected my behavior in some way for an extended period of time. Sure. So these movies are the ones that sort of rocked me to my core. Um, but well, well, quit, quit giving me the tip. Just well, put the whole thing in. I, I, I'm going to, but first, but first, there have to be honorable mentions. We Ugh. can't get into this week's list without having some honorable mentions because I feel right. so bad leaving some of these out. All right. So what you mean is these are our auxiliary casualties. Yes. In horror terms, these are our red shirts. Right. These are our red shirts. Yeah. So give me your red shirts. Okay. Go for it. The ring. All right. I know it's it's very cliche. Like I, I know, said earlier, right? Yeah. <laughs> that it remake that does of J Um. But that movie, especially the scene when they flash the girl's face in the closet and she's all like messed yeah. up, I, I think I literally fell out of my seat in the theater watching that as a, as a teenager, and I just loved it. But it doesn't quite reach top five echelon. Um, similar vein is Insidious and Dead Silence. Right. Both of those movies stuck with me, shocked me to my core. I think the weekend I watched Dead Silence, uh, I was with a girlfriend who's my now wife, and I had to go back to my apartment and stay the weekend by myself, and I slept in the living room with the lights on for the entire nice. weekend after watching Dead Silence. Nice. And weekend then, at Weenies. Weekend <laughs> at Weenies at And I'm yours. a huge wuss. That's what the best thing about me loving horror is. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Just classic, but I couldn't put it on the list. And then Event Horizon. Which anyone who knows me personally knows that that's one of my favorite movies just because of Sam Neill and Lawrence yep. Fishburne and how just truly horrifying a it hell really dimension. is. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Now, everyone who watches it nowadays is just, it's, it's usually on a Rotten Tomatoes terrible sure. list. But I personally love it, but I couldn't justify putting it in my top five. That's fair. Mainly because of how it would be seen publicly. 
That's fair. So, well, that's trust me, the rest of your mentions. list doesn't make up for it. I'm sure. So, <laughs> did um, you have I me? Mean, did you have yes, any ones that you I didn't quite? I did for sure. Um, I'm gonna have to go with you for sure on Insidious. Yeah. Um, one and two. A lot of people yeah. weren't as big of a fan as two as I was. I thought I they really connected the stories. It. I thought it was really good. Now three, on the other hand. Not a big fan of Insidious 3, but 1 and 2 I thought were really, really solid movies. I'm with you. Um, also, I would have to say on my honorable mentions, is a movie that a lot of people really don't like. Like, vehemently. And so I'm going to put it on the list, much like you put Event Horizon on there. The reason it wasn't, it didn't make my list was because of that fact. And that's Vanishing on 7th Street? And a lot of people haven't seen this movie. I don't think I have. But um, it's Hayden Christensen, so already Okay, bad. already I'm out. Yeah, already I'm terrible. I'm already out. <laughs> but it's directed by Brad Anderson, who is okay. personally one of my favorite directors. Um, and it's a really weird little movie about what would happen if people just started disappearing. So it's kind of the rapture-ish type deal, but with a horror bent. I think I remember seeing a trailer It also has that. John Leguizamo in it. Oh. Well, I follow his career like a hawk. And, and Tandy Newton. Oh, yeah. Newt? Yeah. I'm a Newt. I'm are a Newtonian. You, are you a Newtonian? Yeah, I'm a Newtonian. Um, so those two for sure. Um, I mean, there's other movies that traumatized me as a kid. Children of the Corn that <laughs> oh, I could list that, that scared the shit out of me. Um, you know, a plethora. Hellraiser. Any of the Stephen King movies, I think. Even, um, oh, what was that one? Like Catwalkers or Cat... Oh, cat people? Cat, I don't know about I think cats. it was cat people. I don't remember, but they hated cats. They were sleepwalkers. Oh, sleepwalkers. And they hated cats. And yes. then there was, I remember there was one scene in, in that movie where they throw a guy out of a window and he falls on a picket fence oh. and like on his and, and like Skewers breaks himself. And that, every time I walk by a picket fence, I think of that scene. It's think like, of people just falling yeah. onto them? No, just that scene from oh, that movie. I was going to say, that's really not like morbid. Not like anyone near like, me. Like, oh, hey, lady and a baby, you're going on the fence. It's yeah, not that. That's weird. It's not that dire. No, but I, I think of that scene from that movie. But, that's I mean, fair. Stephen King movies are just, uh, as you know, I'm a huge fan yeah. of his novels and I've read every one. So I'm going to always lean that way, which surprisingly didn't make my top five at all. So that should tell what? you something about my top five. Uh, that it's awful? <laughs> <laughs> no, for me, of how scary it truly is. That's fair. That's totally fair. Well, let's hear it, man. Okay. Why don't you start us off? Give me... Okay, my top three, five, five through three. Yep. Uh, number five, mm -hmm. The Descent. Okay. Yeah. That movie is horrifying. That's like new horror, or newish horror. Newish now. horror, yes. And one of the things about it is it, you went into it almost having no idea what it was about. You know, the director's not a huge name it wasn't starring anyone hugely famous it had jump scares and it had creature effects yep but really the truly horrifying aspect of the movie was just the claustrophobia mixed with all of that and Absolutely. It was barely any light it was directed in a fantastic way and you watch these relationships crumble and like body horror with the rocks falling on yeah. them and then all of a sudden it just ends in the weirdest creature movie effects place ever. Yeah, spoiler alert, go ahead and tell it. Oh yeah, I mean, it's just, there are cave people that yeah. live down in the caves for yeah. centuries and now see in the sunlight, they don't have skin, they're rough teeth, they're like golems. Yeah. But without the ability to talk or care about jewelry, and they <laughs> just fact. murder these women right. by They one. don't have eBay. And I don't like that aspect of the movie, but I mean, if someone's gonna die, it's gonna, it's gonna be whoever's yeah. down there. Yeah, of course. So it was just, That's oh, a solid choice. That was I a like solid that choice, and lot. it makes my I top agree. five. I Number agree. Number four. I had this on last week's list, but the thing. Okay. 
I Ooh, you're you're double listed. Loved the thing. I mean, okay. for practical effects, yeah. sure, but as, just as a horror movie, the concept of it could be anybody. It acts normal and looks just, and then to have the heads explodes. And I'm, you know, arachnophobic. Can I to go ahead and just? I know you're only two in, but I want to point out the fact that so far your list is trending towards isolation. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. are you scared of being alone? Is that yeah? Is that something like at Why the core of you? Why do you think I sleep with a nightlight and you in every, the bed every, every night? night? With, even with my wife, that, that we just we just three spoon. One hundred percent explains it. it now because yeah. I'm seeing the trend: descent, isolation. The thing, isolation. You're you're gonna enjoy the rest of my life. <laughs> okay, then, perfect. By the way. Um, but yeah, the thing we talked about it at length last time, so I won't delve in on it. Oh, you mean just, when we kidnapped Rick Prince? Right. Yes, that one. Yeah. And and then he talked, and then. We're so we're, I'm gonna move on. Number four, the thing, great movie, horrifying yes. on every level. Kurt Russell's beard, mm, hot. Number three, this movie is a more recent one and sort of on the outliers. And and honestly, if you ask a hundred people, I don't. I think this movie might show up in two or three people's top ten. Okay. But for me, the the effect this movie had uh-huh. and still has on me is ridiculous. Is kill list. By Ben Wheatley. Oh, oh. I so love that movie. Ben Wheatley, for anyone who's listening, if you're not familiar with his works, has got Sightseers, Kill List. You, he has High Rise is coming out. Yep, that's that's almost out. He's got he did a segment on ABCs of Death, and then he did. Um, I know this is your world. Two episodes of Doctor Who. He sure did, and yeah. they were awesome. So and they were great. So Kill List. I, I, Hold on, I, I, for the audience that's listening right now, that's Capaldi who. He did the the first two episodes of season eight, so go watch it. It's really really good. All right, go ahead. Am I allowed to wake up now? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> that was so boring. So, kill list, and I know you've seen this, and anyone who hasn't seen it, I won't spoil anything. So there's, you can keep listening. <laughs> but I hate or not. I hate to even talk about the movie because it's so, so weird. Oh. But I yeah, can tell you it. one we, thing. We we've both watched it. So okay, oh. listen, people. You will do yourself a disservice if you hear the end of this movie prior to watching the movie. So pause the podcast, go watch this movie, and And then resume. Because I'm telling you, you need to see it unspoiled. But I want to talk it with you, so let's do it. So in the spoiler alert, check out now if you haven't already. Otherwise, it's about to be spoiled. So... It basically kill this is about these two this retired hitman yep. who gets one last job and he gets his uh, assassin buddies and they go out and they start knocking off these people that this rich guy has it in for on this kill list on this kill list hence the mm-hmm. hence the the title and then he ends up the last stop. Is basically this cult, yep. and they're sacrificing him for being a, a villain. Yep. And I just the end of this movie haunts me. The end fight scene. The end fight scene. He has to fight uh, a monster, basically an ogre-ish type, an thing. ogre monster. And the end of that fight scene, and we won't even spoil it. Let's yeah, not. That's fine. But the end of that fight scene haunts me every time I think about it, to the point where I nearly get choked up. Yep. It's that haunting of an ending, and that's why for me, it's on. It your list. is on my list because it is truly horrifying to my core. I agree. So I'm, that's I those are my five, four, that. and three. That is very good. I like yeah. your list a lot. That See? is quite See, the kill list. So strong. If you will. Ooh, <laughs> 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 
Yeah, we see what I do. I got jokes, guys. That ain't bang. Ed Helms. Jokes. What? All right, Big Tuna, calm down. All right, here we go. So, my list. Yeah. All right, so this is my five through three. All right, and given to you in the five through three order. Okay. As if you didn't know already. Six is too many. <laughs> yeah, that's two one, and one that's are one right too out. Many. <laughs> Ten <laughs> through four shall not shall be not done. Be done. <laughs> um, all right, my number five, The Conjuring. Ooh, okay. So we had had some yeah. James Wan-ishness yeah. on the list already. Yep. So you want to continue that yep. with a, a very new horror. Very new horror. New nostalgic. And I'm going to go ahead and reach out and, and put this out there. Here's the deal. I've we I mentioned James Wan in I think our second episode when we so. were talking about sequels that are better than the yes. originals. Uh, or no, no, no. No, our first episode, directorial debuts. Because I listed his, on, he, he made my list for oh, that's right. being, being super original and new. Here is where he has come for me. And I'm going to put it out there and people are probably going to disagree. You're probably going to disagree. I think James Wan, should he continue to, to further the path that he is on? Which he may not, because he keeps he did like uh, a horror movie, Furious Seven or something like that. That was horrific. It was horrific. Um, Although better than some of the other that's true. horrifying disaster films <laughs> that the first six six were, were right. Um, I think he may solidify himself as one of the top horror directors of all time. I horror specifically because most of his catalog now is comprised of horror movies, right. and I think. Honestly, if you look at it, each one has progressively gotten better than the original. I would agree with that. I would almost say, I don't know if I would agree that he would join the ranks of all time. Depending on how, it would depend on how long that list is. But I could say that I would include him in a category of new directors that hearkened the start of a new era of horror films like him, okay, Ty fair. West, sure. some of those others. Yeah, you know, like, I was gonna say Ty West, yeah. and I would I should have put him on my honorable oh, House of the Devil because he didn't make oh. my list. But I'm gonna House go spoiler Devil. alert: he didn't make me list. Yeah. But me it's list, me really <laughs> list. I are. So I gotta just dive into Conjuring real quick. So Conjuring, basically, this movie, the clap game that they play, is is. So eerie to me. It takes the it takes the gimmick that he did in Saw Two with the camera yep. to a gigantically new level. Oh, and it's it's haunting and eerie and makes my skin crawl. Like when I'm watching that scene and 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 she's on the stairs and they're playing the clap game and you just see the two hands like come out behind her and clap and then the lights go out. Best moment of the whole trailer. The fucking shit out of me. Best moment of the trailer by far. Yeah, for sure. But also. The end, we'll talk about, spoiler alert, end of this movie. The movie starts out as a haunting movie and then devolves into what is basically a flat-out exorcism. Oh, yeah, straight it's up. It's a possession movie. Straight up. And it has one of the most awesome exorcism scenes, I think, in movies. Super visceral. It's up there. Super intense. Very weird. Like, it, it just goes some really weird places. It definitely I, outshines the exorcism of Emily Rose. Me. I uh, definitely I agree with that. <laughs> You're just shitting on my list. It's making me upset. So <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So, no, it's good. No, I'm saying it's good. I know. Fine. It is good. Damn right it's good. Damn right it's good. All right. So uh number four. it's number four is what we're on to. This is a movie I don't know that a lot of people have heard of, but they should. Pontypool. Yeah. Um, ever seen Pontypool? Yeah. yeah. Um Vampires. Uh, no. Wait. 
What am I thinking of? I don't know what you're thinking of, but this is a this is kind of a thing zombie of night movie. Watch. That's what you were thinking, thinking of. Watch. No, Pontypool. Have you seen this? I have. Yeah. Okay, this is a radio DJ. But I don't. Oh yeah, I don't. I, it's been so long, but okay. yes, I have okay. seen it. Okay. Talk okay. about it. So Pontypool, uh, radio DJ, um, is uh, Stephen McHattie, really good mm-hmm. classic horror movie actor. Right. Um, is a DJ in a early AM drive-in show from like two AM to six AM, and the whole movie takes place inside one location inside this this radio station as he listens to the world around him just devolve yeah. into chaos and i i really love it because you see almost nothing in this movie yeah it's all just him reacting to and getting phone calls from people that are experiencing something very traumatic happening and i won't spoil what it is much like we didn't spoil the exact ending of kill right. list because it puts a super new spin on, uh, we'll say, outbreak or zombie movies. Yeah. I will say it puts a yeah. very okay. yeah. fresh take yeah. on it. I like that. And so it makes my list because it's it's isolation, which you seem yeah. to love a lot or hate. <laughs> um, and it's really, really good. So I, Speaking I of that, it's very similar to – well, not similar to, but same type of film as Buried, which shouldn't is, – isn't on my list, but is a fantastic movie. A super good movie. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Reynolds single movie or a single shot movie yep. where the whole thing takes place in box. inside the coffin. It's not single shot. Not single shot, but, but I meant single, single locale. Location. Yeah. yeah, it's like phone booth, but better and yeah. in the ground. Exactly, a, a bottle episode, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right, so my number three. Okay. My number three, and this one I mentioned this director earlier when we were saying our almost made it list. Uh, Session nine. Oh yeah. Yeah. Brad Anderson yeah. is the director of that too, so he also did The Vanishing on Seventh Street, which I, oh, I dig a lot. Session and The Machinist, really I loved, which the Machinist. is really really good. Not a horror movie, not a horror movie, but, but it's very a skinny very Christian Bale thriller. Yes, um, but Session Nine, uh, for those who haven't seen it, really good flick about some a uh, what are they a hazmat cleanup crew that Basically, come in and yeah. and remove asbestos from old condemned buildings, and. Um, it, this movie, once again, much less visually scary and right. more the concept that's really terrifying. It's kind of a de-evolution into madness, and it's really, really good. <laughs> it's really good. Really good. And it also has David Caruso, who is shockingly good in this horror movie. Yeah! But what's, what's great is that every time he sees a ghost, he says a fantastic one-liner, yeah. and then he whips off his right. sunglasses that he's wearing inside for no reason, right. and then you hear the who. So it'll come around the corner and be like, I can see straight through you. Wow! <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's exactly it, what it's it, like. It really it throws off the movie's rhythm a little bit, <laughs> it it's but weird. I love it. It is weird. Uh, but Talk it about is. a headless horse, man. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's super yeah. good. Uh, so, yeah. Do you so have any Caruso-isms? That's my th- um, let me think here. Uh, Ghost Caruso-isms? No. Wow! <laughs> that was the worst. Hashtag Ghost Caruso. Hashtag <laughs> Ghost Caruso. I like I want, that. I want puns. I want yeah. puns on Twitter with hashtag Ghost Crusoe. Give yeah, me your best give Ghost Crusoe. Give us your best. Go or send it, email it to us, my5 at highfivethepodcast.com. All right, so. So you've hit our three. Our three. So you know what that means. That means we get to listen to my favorite sponsors. Wait. Some may say they're sponsorific. Wow. Does that oh, work? Uh, no. Oh, no. Shit. All right, well, anyway, here's some fucking sponsors. Okay. Yeah. 
Hey, are you tired of watching kid movies without all of the good stuff that adults like? Are there no titties in your tunes? Well, come to Re-Raiders, where we'll turn your PG movies R. Talk to this satisfied customer. Well, me and my son, we were watching E.T., and I thought to myself, what this movie needs is some more wangs. So I took my E.T. to Re-Raiders, we watched it, and instead of the version where the guns are turned into microphones, now, when E.T. flies off, soldiers are holding huge hairy testicles. Yeah, you know what? We put dicks in it. Come on down to Re-Raiders. We take all of those awful, sappy, sad movies like Old Yeller, and we put things like tanks and exploding heads and lots of the F word, like... Go fuck yourself if you like PG movies. Come on down to Re-Raiders. We'll turn your PG movies R. Are you looking at me, maggot? It's time for your kids to get in line. You come down here for potty training? Well, I'm gonna learn you something, you little motherfucker. You're gonna go in this toilet and you're gonna like it. Because I am Skip Larkin, and this is Potty Punisher's Boot Camp. You're gonna learn to take a piss like an adult. Shut the hell up, baby. I'm tired of you peeing on yourself. Slap! <laughs> That's how I'll Skip Larkin. Skip <laughs> baby. <laughs> That's how Skip Larkin deals with adolescent children that just won't use the damn potty. Snapping their necks! I'm tired of your baby bullshit! <laughs> your parents are sick of it too! You're gonna learn to poo-poo or pee-pee in the potty or you're gonna be dead! Not endorsed by the Better Business Bureau. <laughs> or high five the podcast. And we are back. Back, 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 back. From back, sponsors. Back, back, back. That's my favorite ones. Which one, though? The, oh, the first one. The first one? Yeah. I was partial to, like, the second one. I, thought I, was I mean, they're, I love the, the all favorite. Right. But first one, most favorite. I think next time we might have to have, like, a uh, sponsor duel to the death to, like, get the honor to sponsor us. Well, I mean, we do most of – I mean, the ones that are, are aired are the ones that murder the other ones. Oh, we're already doing yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that you had the interns yeah. doing that. Yeah, we're, we're murdering lots That's of people. That's cool. Sweet. Just behind the scenes. Yeah. Speaking of which, if anybody would like to intern with uh, High Five, the Go podcast. Go fuck yourself because yeah. we don't take interns. Yeah. Let's get back to our list. Only lists. indentured <laughs> slaves. <laughs> Clearly. You have to sign over your life and your soul to us. And all of your money. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, let's get back into it. So, I led off last time, or you led off last time, so let's dive into your top all two. All right. So five we had descent. Number four we had the thing. Yep. Number three kill list with the most horrific ending ever. Yep. So now we've got two and one. These mm-hmm. are the big dogs. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably share some of these with some people, but these are the ones that affected me on a deep level to the effect where they changed my actions afterwards. So it's why you became a serial killer. Basically, yes. Got it. So number two is, and this is a movie that has been on lists before of mine, but Alien. Yeah. That movie terrified me, and talk about isolation, 
You, you, again, <laughs> this is I told you. I'm telling you. Yeah, and you'll like. I've number, got your number. You'll like number one too. Um, so, Alien. Not only was it horrifying, it was the movie that convinced me and and made me say fuck out loud for the first time in public and got me in trouble at school. Nice. Because I was reenacting a scene. I had seen the movie on television and I had watched it and I was reenacting a scene at in elementary school right. at the lunch table and I was describing it. I was like, and everyone's running and the sailor's running down the door and they're like, close the fucking door, close the fucking door. And the teacher was always like, excuse me? <laughs> they called my parents and it was a whole big thing. But it, it, that was the first time I used the word fuck out loud and it's become one of my favorite words. But yeah. that movie... Go it, ahead, it, say it right now. Fuck. Yeah. It feels good, right? It feels, it feels, fuck. Uh, um, right. Anyway, <laughs> so that movie... Yeah, that was this so is that an was explicit it. podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we just earned Rated it. We went, way, we went way over our one fuck limit <laughs> for, for, for a PG thirteen drug use yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and bad language and, and a sex scene. Yeah, lots of male nudity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so I love two. that pick. Yeah, yeah, I think that's really, really, really good. And number one, Psycho. Nice one, Alfred Hitchcock. Master, we saw that together. We did, and that was one of the best uh, movie outing experiences ever because we got to see the the masterpiece version and got some behind in, the scenes stuff in the theater. In the theater, which you know, given our ages, that wasn't possible when it first came out. But absolutely, you know, one of the first true horror movies that I saw. Mm-hmm. My dad made me watch it when I was like six, which um, you know, you can't call the police on him now. Right. But probably I mean, we can. not the wisest decision, <laughs> but still loved it. But that movie. It scared me so bad, and this is not an exaggeration. I literally did not take a shower for five years because <laughs> you were scared you were going to get murdered. Yeah, I took, I and mean, that doesn't mean I didn't bathe myself. Like I took right. baths for let's five be, look, years. Let's be honest, you didn't that. bathe for five years. <laughs> but that's now. When okay. I was a kid, I took baths for five years after seeing that movie because every time nice. I tried to take a shower, I couldn't. I couldn't. I was too scared. And it's just horrifying. And then when the guy moonwalks down the stairs, those dance moves are just scary. (laughs) That is (laughs) it. That is scary. You're right. That is very scary. Um, I'm going to agree with you, man. That is a brilliant movie by a brilliant director. So here are my top five. And I think everyone should agree or they're wrong. The Descent is number five. Number four, The Thing. Number three, Kill List. Watch it. Number two, Alien, and number one, Psycho. And again, Isolation. And you got to end it with a David Caruso. Meow! Meow! It's so good, it's, it's scary. Meow! Meow! I love it. Super, super solid. Okay, um, so can you beat, can your top two beat my, like if they weren't a fight, if it was Freddy versus Jason, yeah. of are my top two versus your top two? Would I win or um, would you win? I think they would stab mine would stab the shit out of yours. Let's see. I'm All excited right. to hear yours. Then. Um, and both of mine have traumatizing shower scenes. Ooh. I like it. It's one of them my home video. Why don't you say <laughs> it is? Yeah, actually. Uh, it's a video that I recorded <laughs> of you last week. So which uh, <laughs> has a horrifying shower scene in it. <laughs> so my top two. Okay. You ready for this? Yes. All right, my number two. Okay. Is Stephen King's It? Yes. Yep. I almost referenced that movie just when we were talking about this list in general because of my love for Stephen King things. But that television—it's a television yep. movie. We're not even talking about the Ben Affleck future movie. No, nope. we're talking about the television movie. Yep. And Tim Curry. 
Holy shit. Oh, As man. Pennywise the Clown. I did kind of ruin it earlier because I talked about Bob. Oh, his stutter, yeah. Um, it, um, it really... This movie stuck with me as a kid. I still hesitate when walking by storm drains. Just imagining that there is a clown down there they just peering up at me. Because I'll there. tell you what, for me... We all float down here. They, we all do float down here. Oh, such a horrifying Would you line. like a balloon? That And the thing about it is that line means completely nothing out of context. But no. in the context of that film, it's one of the most horrifying things ever spoken by a human. I agree. By a human clown evil spider interdimensional monster. spider monster yeah i agree um but one of the things for me and i think um, now that we're in the top two and i can kind of talk a little bit about why these traumatize me i've actually gotten to the root of it i think i have a real much like you have an aversion to isolation i have a real aversion to things being in places that they're not supposed to be so very unnatural settings or situations right. like Such Donald as, Trump running for president. Exactly. Unnatural, horrifying, terrifies the horrifying. shit out of me. Um, and you know, that movie with its juxtaposition of this clown, this happy thing being in all of these places. And I told you to have a shower scene when he comes out of the drain in that scene, once again, much like the scene with the storm drain, but the shower drain one where he like mm-hmm. pops up it's just this, it makes me so uneasy because that's, yeah. that's beyond unnatural. This is just grotesquely odd. And then later, I remember that movie vividly because when I was um, a kid and I saw it on television for the first time, the scene where he cuts his own wrists and writes, I'm sorry, yes. on the wall was so visceral and so upsetting for me that, that that became like the staple image in my mind of what suicide was. Yep. And I think, I rem- I think for me... It it went so far beyond just Pennywise the Clown being a terrifying entity, his later iterations being a terrifying entity, but it also dealt with these really horrifying real world situations and a, and parental oh abuse yeah. and you know um, kids shaming other kids and just this real like awful side of people. Also, while they were battling <laughs> yeah. this like insanely terrifying monster. Which, you know, we should do an episode on it, but is the core of why Stephen King novels are so horrifying. And everyone who knows me knows that I'm such a huge fan. Yep. But that's one of the that's things why I knew you'd appreciate this one. Does better than anybody else is he actually connects supernatural, terrifyingly otherworldly monsters with true human monstrosities yeah Yeah, darkness and monstrosities i mean you can easily say one of the biggest monsters in any of his books is percy from the green mile oh yeah you could make that argument a disgusting piece of shit human being i agree you could make that argument did you hear that i did the guys just so everybody knows i believe the writer's room might be haunted Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you so much. Right in the face, okay. fuck you. <laughs> okay, okay. But yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. Uh, great choice. That great scared me two. so bad, my nipples got hard. <laughs> that's not is fear. That, is that weird? That's not how fear works. I have a fear boner right now. <laughs> that's not how fear works. <laughs> yeah, sure. Anyway. Sure it does. Good, good choice for number yeah. two. Um, <laughs> yeah, I kind of got lost in my thoughts there for a minute. In your I, fear I just, boner? <laughs> Did. I did. Is fear it boner? Hashtag fear boner. Was it terrifying to you? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. Uh, so uh, that's my number two. So my number one. You ready for this? 
Psycho. Yes, high five. <laughs> high five. High five. Number yes. one. Because we saw this movie together, and you know just as much as I do. Yeah, it was. This is a brilliant movie. Oh, it was. A brilliant filmmaker with brilliant performances. I mean, not since Psycho have we killed off a main girl so early in a film. It's so crazy. But as a psycho, not since Scream. Yeah, thank you. Have we killed? Let's rewind. Did I say that? Not since Scream have we killed off a first girl, final girl, so quickly. I agree, one hundred percent. Also, with your previous statement, you know as I do, this movie holds high esteem in both of our lists. Right. Number one. Yeah, number one because. This movie, at the time that it came out, um, this was one of the first serial killer movies. If not the first serial killer movie. All of the monsters up until this point were all horror movie monsters. Yes. Dracula, the thing from outer space. uh, Clan 9 from outer space. Exactly. Um, So this was the first time that it was really turned on humanity as the monster. Right. And uh, I think that... It kind of shook up the world and set a precedence for everything that would come after that. And you talk about, you know, memorable shower scenes. And, you know, it took a week to film to get that right because of the standards and because Hitchcock was a pervert. And, you know, but that that one scene sort of made the film. And Hitchcock had enough foresight to know that that type of moment in a movie that early, that visceral, that transparent would – establish the film in the top echelon of And to be honest, it it makes you uneasy for the rest of the movie. Mm -hmm. Because you're so set in this, especially from us. Okay, so think back to your mentality, which didn't exist because you were not even a concept at this point. (laughs) But let's think back to the mentality of the country at the time when this movie came out. Ooh, deep. There There was no movie formula to go off of. Right. So what they thought is main character, top build actress... Is going to make it through the whole movie, if not till the very end. So I think it was one of the greatest tricks in all of cinema that he pulled on the audience. He pulled the rug out from yeah. under them and was like, now what's going to happen? Well, and it's not like I was around to see trailers, but if you've watched on YouTube old trailers and the marketing for that movie, they market her yeah. the whole time. It focuses on her because she's such a big name. Right. And, and then to kill her off so early was, again, just Hitchcock's – that was the twist. That yeah. was his M9 shot. And it came in twist. the middle of the movie. Yeah. It came in the middle of the movie. So yeah. it throws Not even the you. the middle, really. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, yeah. It's probably about, I'd say, it's like 33%. Yeah. 37%. 37.6%. Yeah. 37. Yes. 37.67. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things. So, you know, it, it set precedence for everything to come after. And now, in our much more cynical viewing minds, we can sit there and, and look at formulas in movies and go, okay, well, this is going to happen. The black guy's going to die. This girl's <laughs> going to go downstairs and get killed by this other thing. They're going to split up. You know, <laughs> the Scooby gang has shown us that this is what happens. Um, but for, for this movie, it was something that didn't follow. There was no convention to follow. Right. So it set its own. It broke the mold. And it was killer. And also because we had our bromantic viewing of it, I think it holds a special place in my heart. Now, always. just to clarify, we're both talking about the Vince Vaughn version, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> right. Way, way better. I mean, <laughs> way better. Yeah, Gus Van Although, Zandt. I'm not making fun. I'm not making fun. That movie 
honestly was well made from beginning to end, but it, it just was. proved that you can't have a scene by scene remake yep. and ha- and recapture the magic. Yep. That it, to me was what that proved. Yeah, it definitely. And we even talked about that that night when we saw the movie. Um, it was one of those things where it's like this is it's a lightning in a bottle moment. This mm-hmm. is the right cast at the right time in the right time period uh, with the right director and the right writing. And could we do an entire episode on how good Anthony Perkins is in that movie? Anthony Perkins. Okay, I- I'm gonna throw this out there, and this is totally just off off you know topic here. Kind of. Uh, have you seen the show Bates Motel? Yes. Have you seen the kid? Um, I can't think of his name now. Who's playing the Norman Bates role? I, yeah, he's the kid from um, Charlie that, and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, and yeah. the Johnny Depp. Um, Have uh, you Peter seen Pan movie? How how Freddie Highmore freakishly into this role oh, that he gets, and he, he's a reincarnation of Anthony Perkins. It, it scares the sh- like it is crazy. Like this kid has nailed, yeah, nailed this. The rest of the show, eh, could be but shit. That, but for his Highmore, performance and him just in general as this character. Crushed we it. could honestly do a top five Freddie Highmore movies, and I would have enough to fill my list because his stuff in is it Finding it's Finding Neverland is the oh, movie yeah. that he's in with Johnny yeah. Depp. He's fantastic in that film. Yeah, fantastic, and Aug- he's good in everything. What was else the other too. thing? August Rush wasn't that him too? He was like a oh, little music musician. Pro- prodigy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Spiderwick Chronicles. We just named them all right now. Boom. Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Boom, boom. boom. Everybody gets an extra episode. Freddie Highmore. Hit us up. We love Hit you. you. Um, all right, so that brings us to the end of the list. So I'm going to run back through my top five real quick. And I'm um, going to start at number five. I've got The Conjuring. Yep. Number four, I've got Pontypool, not with vampires. <laughs> number <laughs> number three, I've got Session Nine. Number two, I've got It, because we all float down here. And number one, Psycho. Psycho! Okay, I think that's easy to say now that since we both agreed on it, that Psycho is the scariest movie of all time. Yeah. So, hands down, if anyone online disagrees... Yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah, you're, you can drink a bottle of piss from P- B. Arthur. Yeah, you could drink a bottle of uh, corn syrup, chocolate syrup. Yeah, you can drink a bottle of B. Arthur... P. Arthur's? Uh, yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? P. Arthur. Yeah. That's her urine. <laughs> so... Anyway, you want to hear some more sponsors? Or <laughs> yeah. something? I don't know. Sure. sure. Fucking sponsors. Sponsors, my favorite Here ones. Here it goes, whatever. Since the dawn of time, man has sought a better app, an easier way to do things. First, the creation of the iPhone, which simplified everything. Then, the Android smartphone, a competitor to the iPhone. And now, QI bit. <laughs> it may be hard to pronounce, but it'll just change your world. Come on down to the QIBIT store and check out our latest edition. Hey! What does this app do? It makes your life better. But how? By making it better. So, this app, what's its name again? Quibbit. What is exactly does it do to make my life better? So, you know how sometimes things are hard? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're gonna need to be more specific than that. This makes Tell it easier. Tell me easy. a function. This makes it, it easier. <laughs> Um, have you ever taken a phone call? Yeah. Well, 
this makes it easier. Yeah, it's pretty easy now. You just hit the stop button. Have you, um, you ever tried to play a game on your phone? Yeah. Well, this one has games. Okay. Like what kind of games? But they're better. Oh yeah. What kind of? Do games? you know virtual reality? Yes. Is it a virtual? Is it a VR machine? Yes. It is. Yeah. But have you also seen like projection holograms? Yes, like Tupac. Exactly. Does that? Sure. <laughs> Great. <laughs> have you? It's a. It's, it's a, a Tupac bit. <laughs> have you seen it? Yes. Have you? what it does it's a Tupac thing exactly Tupac now on Quibbit Sensual farts. And once again, as always, back from those motherfucking sponsors and their motherfucking advertisers. Those are my favorite ones! But I ask you this every single time. Which one, though? You just say them, and you're just... The first. You're not... You're just lumping them all together, <laughs> and it's just, you know... Some They're all them, my babies. There's, some of them are sad. They're all they my babies. They get lonely. So, oh. you know what time this is? Yeah, I do. This is your favorite game time. time. My favorite time. It's motherfucking game time. I'm I, just going to say fuck as many times as I can since this is an explicit podcast I mean, we've anyway. already got the R rating. We Let's... established that we had it, yeah. so... Uh, why don't you fucking tell us what the fuck we're playing today? <laughs> all right. Well, this... This game had to fit with our theme of the week, which was fucking horror movies. It is fucking not like actually fucking a horror movie, right. like with like like a DVD of The Ring and like fucking it, but right. like the The Ring. <laughs> that was a very on the nose choice. <laughs> um, but this, I, I wanted to do something. <laughs> Shut up. Oh. Right. <clears throat> J horror. <laughs> All right, good. All right. So I was thinking to myself, what's the scariest thing we could talk about? And I thought to myself, Donald Trump. So, <laughs> yeah, right. So what I've done is I've taken, I've taken five Donald Trump quotes and five quotes from horror movie or action movie villains. And I'm going to <laughs> recite them to you in a crazy accent, and you're going to have to tell me if it's Donald Trump or a movie villain. Oh, man. So is that it? Trump or villain? Trump or movie villain. All right. Donald Trump or movie villain. You ready? Yeah, I'm okay. ready. Oh, this makes me sad for America. All right, okay. go ahead. I wanted this to be professional, efficient, adult, cooperative. Not a lot to ask. <laughs> uh, Trump or movie villain? Uh, it sounds tame, so I'm going to go movie villain. <laughs> <laughs> it is a movie villain. That is Hans Gruber from Die Hard. Nice. Okay, nice. okay here we go. Good people. Don't go into government. Good people don't go into government. 
I thought there was the way you said that set it up like there was going to be a second part. Nope, that's it. Just good people don't go into good government. Good people don't go into government. Uh, that's got to be Trump. That is Trump. <laughs> that yeah. is Trump. Awesome. I'm okay. two for two so far. You know, it really doesn't matter what the media writes as long as you've got a young and beautiful piece of ass. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, Trump? Yeah, Donald Trump. <laughs> I, 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 the, only, the only reason I thought that was because of his weird-ass <laughs> statements regarding women as of late. And his pieces of ass that yeah. he wants. Yep. <laughs> Americans are fools. I offered my services. They refused. Oh. Uh, Trump? No, movie villain. Oh, okay. That's Dr. No. Oh, nice. Dr. No. (laughs) Oh, that's sad that that's something that he could say. Here we go. I have all the characteristics of a human being. (laughs) Flesh, blood, skin, hair, but not a single, clear, identifiable emotion except for greed and disgust. (laughs) Okay, that's what we say about Donald Trump. (laughs) But I'm going to have to go with movie villain. That is Patrick Bateman <laughs> from American Psycho. But it does describe oh, Donald Trump does to, a, to a, T. a T. Let me read it again. I have all the characteristics of a human being. Imagine Trump saying yeah. this. Flesh, blood, skin, and hair. Yeah. But not a single clear identifiable emotion except for greed and disgust. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Aren't you glad I found that one? Uh, and... Even weirder, the name of that movie is American Psycho. Psycho. Yeah, I know. I thought it was perfect. <laughs> oh, God. The point is, you can never be too greedy. <laughs> uh, Trump. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, fuck me. Almost, That's awful. I almost had greed as good in here, but I figured that was too easy. Uh, I was hoping that was from Wall Street. Nope. Just a forgotten line. It's that Donald Trump that. talking yeah. about uh, the uh, point of business. Of course being it greedy. is. Even if waterboarding doesn't work, they deserve it anyway. Uh, Trump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very much Trump. He is an awful piece of shit. <laughs> if anybody knew who we were voting for this year, they would be surprised to find out we are indeed voting for Trump. Yeah. Here we go. I've discovered the perfect business. People swarm in, empty their pockets, and scuttle off. Nothing can stop me now. Uh, it sounds more educated than Trump could muster, so I'm going to go with movie villain. That is Mr. Burns. <laughs> yeah. That is Mr. Burns. <laughs> Mr. Burns is more educated than Donald Trump. <laughs> All right, oh, next one. amazing. I just want to say one thing. God bless America. Oh, Trump. Nope. Biff Tannen. <laughs> oh, the future too. Otherwise known as Donald uh, Trump. Donald Trump, yeah. Legitimately based off of Donald yeah, Trump. The, that's the Biff future? I mean, that's definitely... America. I'm interested in protecting none of them until they pay us. That's Trump. Yeah, that is Trump. Yeah, that is Trump. Ugh. And just uh, let, let me say while you're looking at this, uh, so I am not a political person. So no. I stay relatively removed. And it is big, bizarrely disturbing to me that I can name all of these awful things <laughs> that he is saying simply for the fact that I know him as to be an, uh, an awful human being. The fact is I was tallying up your score and you got like 7 out of 10 right. And that's it. That's we're done. So even someone who doesn't know about the current political landscape knows enough to know that Donald Trump 
is a fucking douchebag. Villain. He's a movie <laughs> he villain. He is a movie villain to the T. Well, thanks for that game. That was super fun. It was super fun. Really disturbing. And honestly, apropos, because I'm horrified now <laughs> at our future thanks to uh, thanks to this game. So. Well, I think now that we're thoroughly horrified at our pasts with our movies and we're hor- thoroughly horrified of the future with Donald Trump, it's probably a good time for you and I to escape into our Trump bunker yep. and just hang out watching episodes of Trump, <laughs> watching old episodes a, of Boy Meets a World. Trump bunker? Would yeah. that be a trunker? A trunker? A Trump bunker? <laughs> a I Trump like Trump bunker. bunker. I like Trump bunker yeah. too. Hashtag Trump bunker. Yeah, hashtag Trump bunker. So I think Let's we go. should probably get out of here because I don't yeah, have anything else to talk started. about. I mean, um, I got nothing. You know, if people want to hang out with us, they can always go to Facebook slash high five the podcast yep. or on Twitter yep. at slash Hi, the number five, mm-hmm. the podcast, or they can always email us their lists at my five at high five, the podcast.com. Uh, we read all of the lists and we make fun of them uh, to, to no end. And we'll make fun of them on the air, Yeah, we usually fart on them a couple times. So So make sure you use your actual first and last name. And a list that you want farted on. Right, because we'll fart on it, and then we'll read it so all of our listeners can fart on it as well. Right. Um, Also, check us out on the Instagram for some sneak peeks inside the writer's room. We're just high-five the podcast on there. And check out our YouTube for all of those uh, people who like to stare at our logo while listening to our podcast. Yeah. Yeah, because that's good. So, um... Let's fucking go, dude. I'm, I don't have anything I'm scared. else funny. <laughs> I'm sad. I need to be held. I love uh, being held. Boy Meets World sounds awesome. Doesn't it, though? It sounds so good. Oh, do we have popcorn in the Trump oh, bunker? Of course we do. We always right. have popcorn. Do we have anything else on there? Yeah. Um, like We've got some... Do we have, like, rainbow pops? No, we've got fruity pebbles, though. <laughs> fruity pebbles? Yeah, we do. Uh, I mean, that's it. Like, really, everyone's still listening. There's no, like, secret at the end. We're just... Is there milk? Yeah, we but have how do you it's like skim milk. milk. Oh, because it's mostly water. Yeah, I it's it. skim milk. All right. Well, um, well, bye, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happens in the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here. Psst. Hey, you. You made it to the end of the podcast. And guess what? There's a little something at the end of the credits. And for those of you that didn't make it, go five yourself. Welcome to Dusty Dutton's Skeleton Dusters. Does your castle have skeletons for horrific displays? But they get dusty in big castles. Talk to many of our satisfied clients, like Frankenstein. (laughs) He needed his skeletons dusted, his bones de-dirted. And we at Dusty Dutton's Skeleton Dusters were able to help. Isn't that right, Mummy? Pyramids get very dusty. So skeletons in pyramids... Dusty. That's where Dusty Dutton's Skeleton Dusters come in. Just listen to... to... to this werewolf. Oh! 
werewolf's love bones. <laughs> Dusty Dutton's skeleton dusters. Does this ever happen to you? Oh, I just can't get the sweater song out of my head. If I hear Buddy Holly one more time, I'm going to kill my... Wait, 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 wait. What you need, good sir, is Weezer Tweezers. Bro, I've been listening to Hashpipe on repeat for like 12 years. I need it to stop. Can you help? These, with, with our patented Weezer tweezers, what you do is you take these tweezers. You see them? They've got the W for Weezer on the side. Yeah. You pin them together, right? Yeah. And then you shove it into your ear. But won't that, like, hurt my ear? fucking suck. <laughs> but you won't be able to hear anything, let alone Weezer or their shitty Ratitude album. Oh. But what about the new album? Does it protect against... God thank girls or whatever that shit is. With Weezer Tweezers, you could take a second <laughs> pair of Tweezers and shove it in your other ear. But what about having to see their music videos? Do you have a solution for that? We do. Weezer Tweezers have a front-facing method where you pretty much guess where this is going. You just put it in your eyeball and it hurts and you can't see nothing. That sounds real bad. Yes. <laughs> then you take another one. You I'll take ear. four pairs. That's how many you have to have. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that every state has a Martin Luther King Jr. street named in that state? What? Did you know that every year more and more of those states change the names of those streets from Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard to something that's not that? What, like Charles Edward Sr. Road? Yes, or Front Street. Oh, or Back Street. Boys. Yes. So we have started the Martin Luther King Jr. Street Naming Foundation to make sure that every state continues the grand tradition of having a Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard in which murders can take place every year. We have a dream. A dream that one day... Every state will have multiple Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevards. And my children can play on those streets thanks to the Martin Luther King as Jr. Long street as they're wearing Kevlar. Foundation. Yes. The MLKJSNF at MLKSJNF.com slash net. The McCool want to make sure that our grand traditions. Martin Luther King Jr. Street Naming Foundation.